headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. Good morning. It is a feel-good Friday on a foggy feel-good Friday. (laughs) What other F words can I get? Foggy feel-good Friday, a fickle whatever. We have a list of the show's favorite F words somewhere in the archive. Fantastic. (laughs) How you doing, John? Doing. There's John Marsh. Foggy is all get out in JC, I guess. Yeah, kind of patchy. Patchy. Patchy fog. Patchy fog. All right. And, and in Ashland? It's super so, foggy. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as thick as yesterday. How was the drive from California, Anna? Uh, well, considering I went through Jefferson City and Ashland, it was pretty exactly. foggy. Oh. <laughs> so is that the way you always come up here? Or do you, yeah. Yeah, okay. I just do Highway 50 uh. to Jefferson City and then get on 63. All right. Well, we've got a lot of fun news today, as well as some weird and odd news that I pulled. I couldn't help myself. I went down one of those weird and odd rabbit holes. You know did what I, I mean? Did I finally convince you not to talk a bunch of politics on a Feel Good Friday? No, because it makes me feel good. Ugh. So we're going to talk some politics. <laughs> Stephanie, him and I argued about this yesterday for 15 minutes. We, we, we had a conversation. We didn't argue. I Feel good to me is thinking about politics and trying to unravel what goes on in the kooky minds of our politicians and the policies that they foist on us. It, is, I, it has been a long, eventful week of politics, yeah, though, and I think... It really has. I think the Wake Up family would appreciate if we leaned away I, just just a little I'm bit. I'm going to challenge you on that. We're going to we're gonna monitor the text. Oh, we're no. going to monitor the text thread. We'll see if people feel good or don't feel good about talking about the, the issues of our day. Or if I, they want to talk about Jason Kelsey all, all weekend. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you can waste your life away talking about Stanley mugs that, by the way, have lead in them. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Brian Houseworth, so how do you pencils. doing? <laughs> you, you doing good? I'm doing fine. That's the, good. Uh, good if I turn your mic on. Yeah, the uh, the Senate has certainly been getting a lot of attention. Uh, you know, to say the least, um, there's there's some national coverage of Senator Schroer's tweet about duels. Yeah, you know, Schroer's w- w- filed a resolution, right? That there should there if if a person is offended, yeah. The the offense the offending person shall be able to be challenged to a duel. And listen, it, you know it's bad when the classic rock guys in the building come up to you. Oh my gosh, have you heard about this this state senator that wants duels to come back? I'm like, oh no, it made it, national news. It it's did. It, but keep in mind one thing: I know him very well, and he is Randy. You know him well too. He's he. I think he's being very facetious here. Of course he is. He likes to troll progressives. There's no doubt. But he also likes to troll the... He's he's trolling Caleb Browden. I mean, clear, mm-hmm. clearly. But, boy, he trolls progressives all day long. He really goes... He, he gets into it with Jess Piper all the time on his Twitter page. So I, I don't think he's he's being serious about that. Nonetheless, it is news. Um, and uh, it, it is interesting. But it's been, a, it's been a long week. More fog. And hopefully people will be safe on the... Uh, had a guy tailgating me in the fog this morning don't do that people <laughs> how Please. fast were you driving brian um i was going slower because it was hard to see you know so but no he was he was driving very very fast and uh i bet he was going probably 80 <laughs> wow. yeah, oh my in gosh. the fog Whoa. wow yeah, down 63 Woo. that's not good Just get out of the way or something <laughs> like okay victor says politics is why i listen check john says just no taylor swift 
That is not feel good. Okay, then we'll focus on Jason Kelsey. Oh, okay, we'll Close see. Close enough, right? Something that is feel good. Brian, is it Eagle Days this weekend? It is. Had oh. a story about that. It's in my newscast, um, and I did a voicer for John for, um, for KWS. It's in your stack there, Randy. Eagle Days. Um, 2,000 people are expected. It is going to be packed at the Runge Nature Center. It's a, it's, it's a free event. I know people are really tight right now with the money, um, but 10 to 3 tomorrow, they are bringing the bald eagles up from Springfield's Dickerson Park Zoo. Usually it's one bald eagle and one golden eagle, but yes. Yeah, a- absolutely. And they're we bringing them in them the control room with it, us one day, and since it's the breakfast hour, I won't elaborate, but boy, <laughs> oh boy, the phrase, like a fire hose. Yeah, I understand. Oh, so, man. so wait a minute, they import these birds? Yeah, they come oh, in. Uh, Stephanie's right. They bring authentic them authentic eagle from, watching? Well, you, you, you'll be able, now if you want to go to the Marion Access tomorrow uh, outside yeah. up the Highway 179. Yes, you can do that. But the ones inside are going, and there'll be some in the outside of the ponds as well that are just natural bald oh, eagles good. that are out there yeah, at, we at like, Runge. But 10 to 3 tomorrow. And the two eagles they bring up from Springfield, I think they're getting rather old, but they have a story of why they are um, at the zoo. Oh, and you, I and I, So I won't ruin it. Um, because good what story. they do is they do a live show mm-hmm. and get the eagles out. Um, I think it's on the hour, like every they hour. Um, I mean, and so it's just packed. I went and I like to take the kids. The kids love it. That's cool. Um, and you get to see them up close. It's neat. They have learning stations. Stephanie's right. They It's from 10 to 3 tomorrow. You'll need to probably park if the Runge doesn't have enough parking, although it's open, but probably most of you are going to need to park at the conservation headquarters on Truman. They'll have shuttles running from about 9.30 to 3.30. 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 a.m., noon, 1, 2. Maddie S. says will be in the Runge Theater. She's their spokesperson at the department. Learning stations, it's all free, and uh, it's something Sarah Parker Pauly, our outgoing director, it's very important to her to do this. And uh, and they will have the trails open as well, but you're right. It's, it's a great opportunity for people to go to the event. And if you haven't seen Runge, it's just gorgeous. Wonderful facility. They do a great job. So it's Runge, not Rungi. Runge. It's pronounced runge. Because I had a teacher once, and she pronounced it rungi. Right, but and so there's, but this is runge. It's runge, runge. for sure. Yeah, runge, runge Nature, Nature Center. Center. Runge, so Na- where is runge one, Nature 179. Center? One seventy nine. It would be where Highway fifty is and connects with one seventy nine ah. in Jefferson City on your way to the mall. If you're yeah, heading yeah. out to California, oh, okay, it's going to be off to your right, maybe half a mile. It'll be off to the left. Is this a couple cons- miles from the radio station? Yeah. Is this a conservation department? Yes. Deal? Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's Missouri. Cool. Missouri Got some really neat uh, hiking yeah. trails back oh, in there too. You know, they we're really blessed do. to have a pair of nesting bald eagles on our property. They've been there for about, I don't know, five, oh, wow. six mm. years now. And they love to harass me when I'm out <laughs> coming, especially in turkey season, because they're nesting then with new, you know, either eggs or offspring. And I'll be walking to or from whatever turkey blind. And, man, they circle around, just raising heck with you. You know, it's just funny to watch. And at first it's her, then it's him. That's and great. then we see young ones. The young ones sort of look ugly. They're brown and they look, there's no, you know. They're they don't called have, eaglets. Yeah, the young ones, and they, <laughs> <laughs> and they, they are, and they and they uh, they sit on the perch with their papa or their mama. It's really fun to watch. They're, yeah. they're, they're majestic birds, majestic yeah. birds. You know, to, um, to vultures, but majestic. Birds. Exactly. When um, I can't remember, there was some. It wasn't a scandal. I'm t- talking about interest and stuff on various people because po- people are into politics. There's no doubt. Something was going on at the Capitol. It wasn't Greitens' impeachment, but the P- Department of Conservation brought in snowy. To uh, Jefferson City and Jason Taylor, my colleague at the Missouri Net, and I did a couple of stories on that. 
they had more hits on the Missouri Net website, those stories about the snowy owls, for whatever reason, than any of the politics did. It's just, it's interesting. People, they get into politics. This eagle thing tomorrow, I've got pictures. It's, I guarantee you, it will be the most read story on our website all weekend. A hundred percent. I worked really hard on my social media and I thought I was doing really good. The best viewed reel on my entire Instagram is an Instagram of the eagles with the national anthem in the background from Eagle Days. That's awesome. People love the birds. That's awesome. That's great. Coming up on the show today, you know, yesterday, I had seen a posting that said the Boone County Committee, it was a letter that it, and underneath that there wasn't a handwritten signature, but it said Central Committee. Mm-hmm. And it was basically asking for the resignation of, uh, of Caleb Rowden and, and Cindy O'Loughlin. And, and Tony Lupo said, ain't so. So he's going to straighten that out for us. He's going to straighten that out for us at 710. It was leaked. It well, was leaked. Apparently it was leaked. And then Tim Kinnon and his wife Katrina are going to join us about this Red Slipper Warrior Project. Um, a very noble cause for women and, and girls uh, suffering from cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's coming up, uh, I guess, in February. They'll be doing something then. She's, uh, that's at 7.35. I think they'll be in studio. And there's a youth center that Tanya Heath and Julian have, uh, a, a fellow named Julian. Julian I forget his Jack- last name. Jackman. What's his name? Jackman. 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 Uh, Hugh Jackman, Julian Jackman. Now I'll remember it. Okay. And... Um, yeah, they they last week was a grand opening for youth center, so they'll be in. Uh, they'll be calling in uh, later on about eight ten. I'm working on a story on that right now about the uh, actually the Red Warrior Project. By the way, I did it, several stories. MU Healthcare Care is now involved. The first lady came up to announce that. But in terms of the youth center, yeah, I'm working on several features for next week for both stations. It's taken me a little bit of time because I'm really put good story together. I toured that place when they opened it up. <clears throat> what they're basically doing is these are these are children and young people that they don't have anywhere safe to go. And they have computer centers, they have game rooms and stuff. But the biggest thing that Julian Jackman and Tanya Heath and um, there's another gentleman too, uh, Lon, uh, Lonnie Lockhart Bay, that they have talked about is the kids got to get their schoolwork done first. Mm-hmm. But it is, inc- and they're teaching them plumbing skills. It is extremely Im- impressive. They want to ideally do this as well on the east side by battle and the north side. But it is, I, I was shocked at how beautiful this facility is. They, they basically, they got first class everything and they're trying to tell these young people that's neat you are worthy of first yeah. class it's very and, and it's about it sounds like they're really encouraging not just sort of babysitting but it but but encouraging achievement right and, absolutely and a lot of these kids that are from disadvantaged environments um they don't they don't they haven't seen achievement they've seen squalor they've seen poverty they haven't had a chance to really experience the exhilaration that accompanies achievement no matter what it is you're achieving and that's and, good to see and they also are they have to, they're afraid of where where the, some yeah. of them are live in dangerous <laughs> yeah. areas and they're going to have buses to take them home i mean it is extremely impressive Lonnie talks to me in in detail for the story I'll have next week about his. He spent 26 years in prison. He is trying to tell these young people that's not the way to go. Um, it's just it's very powerful. But I'm glad they're going to be on and we'll yeah. be able to talk about it. Should be fun. That'll be at eight ten. And of course, all morning we invite you to weigh in on your feel good stuff. For me, that and for some of you, that may be really unpacking the politics and watching the mud wrestling going on. Um, for others, it may be the weird but true stories. I have a few of those too. And and later on, we're going to do a little show and tell. little show and tell. That may be a... We'll see if you like that feature or not. You'll have to watch it on Facebook uh, or, on, uh, or on YouTube. And John, I don't, what did you, you'll have to think about what you're going to bring for show and tell. We'll have to figure out how to work that one out. I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what's going on in D.C. I guess we're going to talk a little, you know, politics mm-hmm. and other. But I'm, I'm wondering, I, I want to hear, I, I'm really excited about this standoff that is potentially developing down at the border. It's fascinating. We're going to ask, it's so great to have an attorney on the show. She can just tell us about all the constitutional law and the criminal law, because she's a specialist in everything. No? <laughs> Yeah, like like a doctor. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? no, we were kidding about that being a law is like a niche thing now, just like the doctor business. It is. definitely yeah. is. No, but it's fun to talk about it. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Five seven three eight seven four ninety three ninety. Welcome in. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. Listen to Wake Up Mid-Missouri from anywhere in the world by downloading our app for free. Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brewed beer. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. <laughs> okay, well, there was Joe Biden in Wisconsin the other day. A little, a, a, a fur piece, as my grandpa said, from D.C., but it's time for the Daily D.C. Rundown. Uh, Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> I, I did hear the word beer in there, and it helped that he was standing in front of, like, beer, like beer <laughs> stuff. Otherwise, I don't know that I would have caught that word, but... I mean, people are pointing out it's it's worse than it ever has been. And the speculation uh, rolling around about, are they really going to put this guy up? The mumbler, the mumbler. <laughs> and did you see as he walked away off of from the podium, he, he, he listened to a beer barrel. He, he, he cuddles up to a beer barrel. He's listening. And then he just sort of smiles and walks off. Into well, the cut sun. him some slack. There was beer involved, you know. Maybe. <laughs> that that could have been it. That, that would be a better explanation than the one that I think is the actual truth. So that is going on. Well. Meanwhile... Um, we heard and we're going to hear more about a leaked memo out of the Boone County Republicans yesterday. Um, but there was also a, a leak out of the Republican Party, uh, the RNC, yesterday. Um, apparently, there were there's a draft resolution ahead of next week's um, RNC meeting that said, hey, let's just name Trump the presumptive nominee. Um, uh, Ronna McDaniel has come out and said, look, this didn't come from the RNC. Any member can come forward with a draft resolution. And that doesn't mean, uh-huh. you know, that it's the, an official. RNC thing. Trump said, look, I'm going to win it the old-fashioned way. We don't need to you know, do these things. So, um, lots of leaking going on uh, here locally. And- Let's call it political incontinence. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, and then we're expected um, the House and the Senate, I think, are back in uh, early next week, and we are expected more fireworks on the border, not only on the funding, which we'll get to, but um, on impeaching Mayorkas. And if you recall, our Attorney General went up to D.C. to testify. Um, that seems to be a, a pretty high priority. Um, You know, it's just it's a disaster what's happening. And then I'm you know, we're hearing about folks sleeping in airports, um, you know, being imported and just being overrun. Um, And so uh, I feel like that's going to uh, be front and center early next week. And then also, I mean, the funding issue is still hanging out there. Apparently, McConnell um, behind closed doors yesterday, I believe, uh, floated. Maybe we bust up the border um, funding in Ukraine and do them separately, which personally I would like. What a novel idea. Um, but it doesn't look like it's going to go. Any, it, it looks like 
they're going to not let that happen. That sounds probably a, a, a macrocosm of what's going on on the floor of the Senate in Jefferson City, right? People Ooh. want one thing and they want another thing, but they want theirs first, and I'm not going to do mine unless you do yours second, and I'm not going to get out of the way. I, I think there's a lot of the same kind of maneuvering, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah, I mean, it's always been a trade-off, yeah. um, but I think... That's legislating. But you also have to tra- you have to trust that when you give that the other person is going to reciprocate mm-hmm. and i don't i think the trust level has broken down such that we are going to continue to have problems even after uh yesterday but yeah how this funding goes down i mean and it's an election year right so you know i think i think when people learn how their elected officials or hopeful elected officials ro- vote on ukraine funding and border funding i think those two issues matter for a lot of people so Regarding the airports, uh, Helene flew out a couple weeks ago and flew back in a week later, now a week ago, to, to Lambert. Didn't see massive amounts of homeless. Have you seen them in the various airports you've been in? Vegas, other places? I didn't see people sleeping in the airport. I did see a whole host of people show up with like the envelopes and nothing yeah. else that looked like they were being imported from somewhere else. Yeah, and I haven't heard reports from the Kansas City airport. Have you? John, no. have you heard? I haven't heard. I have not. No. So, have you heard that down in, I guess it was Miami? They're up in arms because, and it's probably everywhere, these people are not being asked to give photo IDs, and they're not having their photos taken. It's like, are you okay with that? If you want it, we'll give. How come you and I have to go through that tyranny, but not the rest of these illegal aliens? That's a very good question. I mean, to do TSA, I mean, just to take your shoes off, you have to have, what, get fingerprinted? I I forget now what the TSA pre-check requirements are, but yeah, you you would never be allowed to fly without a photo ID. I don't get it. And they wonder why the wire is up in Texas. Yeah, right. And And they wonder why Donald Trump is popular among millions and tens of millions and over a hundred million America well not a hundred million what 80 million Americans yeah, and because the it's this dual system of justice and speaking of Texas Missouri was added to the list of states supporting Governor Abbott and that list was ever growing yesterday yes. that they were having to update it constantly because so many states are on his side all right that'll uh, wrap it up for the daily DC rundown uh, when we come back when you're at work today and you flush You may want to have a second thought. (laughs) Freedom of speech. Practiced here daily and perfected on the podcast. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Six thirty-six on a feel-good Friday. Good morning, John Marsh. Are you feeling good? I guess so. Stephanie, you feeling good? I'm feeling great. You have your red, white, and blue attire on today. I know. I I found a vintage store Is in that Las fleece? Vegas. No, no, it's a, like a sweatshirt. But it's like an old school yeah. Gap Americana sweatshirt. Cool? I thought it would be fun. Look for- at that! You can see that on the Facebook and YouTube feed. You you remember your red this week? I have my red tie. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I like that. <sighs> that was a dismissive. <laughs> it was. It wasn't that dismissive, John. <laughs> it just. It, it still cracks me up. I'm not used to having a host who insists on wearing a button-down shirt and tie. <laughs> so You're moving up in the world. Well, I have to go to the office. Last night, I had a gentleman call. He needs to be seen in the office today. I didn't have an appointment because I have to run into the dentist at Endodontist today in Wentzville. No one in Columbia could see me before mid-February. Well, it's just, I know last week, Stephanie sent you links to some, you know, men's shirts that were red. <laughs> That, uh, you know, were options to purchase, uh, look, and you they weren't fancy enough. Well, look, it's not fancy. I'm not buying any more clothing. 
I have clothing from the 80s that still works. Man. Why should I buy new clothing? There are better things to spend money on. There's charities. There's guy stuff. I can always like, use another wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you always use another wrench, John Marsh? Always. Yeah. And and who doesn't need another adjustable crescent wrench? I mean, you always need something like that. Okay. Nobody needs one. <laughs> uh, okay, so... We've had requests for the Doctors In segment. I thought I would maybe not do a formal Doctors In now, but, you know, this is the respiratory virus season. You know, you have influenza, COVID is still around, RSV. And um, remember when the COVID, at first, everyone thought it was just uh, droplets, and then, well, maybe it can be aerosolized in particles that float around in spaces for hours, you know, or at least half an hour or 45 minutes afterwards. So that raised a lot of questions about, and it is, of course, respiratory viruses do, you know, affect the bowels. And so, Wait. And, and so things came up. Really? Think, yes, yes. And things came, yeah, because you get virus all over. And you, and you know, 80% of your immune system is in your, well, 60 to 80% is in your intestine, you know, the wall of your intestine. I guess when I hear respiratory virus, though, I don't necessarily you, no, you, think of. You can get it through, oh, you get respiratory viruses through the oral fecal route all the time. Okay, at any rate, that's what it's called. <laughs> Okay, so at any rate, did you know that you when you flush a toilet, especially a commercial toilet, uh. it's not good <laughs> because there's a plume, there's a plume of droplets that end up oh, yeah. meters away. Uh-huh. This is I've also heard you shouldn't just have your toothbrush like out in the open uh, in your bathroom. Well, yeah, yeah. And so I saw this story that said there, there's this latest uh, story out of the Journal of uh, Infection Control. And they did a they did a, a a a study looking at should you flush with the lid down or the lid up? Does it make a difference? Now, what would what would most common sense tell you? Lid probably, down, right? Yeah, probably no difference. It at turns all, right? out most it, commercial you, toilets don't really have a no, lid. No, they don't. No, and men don't know how to put the toilet seat down anyway. <laughs> yes, they do. I do all the time, all the time. Um, some men do it before they pee, though. That's the problem. But you know, in Germany, they sit down when they pee. Men. You know, I can support that because it. They a do. lot of a lot of guys don't know how to you know aim properly. Yeah, and then it, the bathroom gets nasty. When we visited Germany years ago, when my son was studying there, I couldn't believe it. I mean, in the, no urinals. As I was leaving the the as I was leaving the uh, you know the the check in area where the guy said show me the papers. The guy said this show me the papers. I said hi how you doing you know show me the papers. I gave him the papers. I walked out and. I couldn't. Yeah, no urinals in the. And, and I. What's going on? Sean said they sit down there. The the, the men's bathroom was immaculately clean. It's beautiful. You know that is one thing about being a woman that I will say I feel like we get you know a slight win in our column. Yeah. Is that we don't have to deal with urinals and we yeah. get like the privacy of a nice stall. Yeah. There's nobody like standing right next to you while you're trying to pee. Well, the microbiologist and lead researcher said a lot of people said all you have to do is close the lid and the problem's solved. So you can think about this at your home toilet, too. All that air, when you flush, goes somewhere and it carries the viruses in the toilet bowl out of it. I went and did a little further research, and it turns out that these commercial high-volume, high-pressure, swirling, turbulence flushes, those really send up a plume, baby. Oh, man. How about it's an bad. airline bathroom? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. As long as you don't get stuck. <laughs> yeah, that guy was living in the plume for, what, two hours? Yeah. yeah. So, of course, their advice is, obviously, make sure that you wash your hands. The, the, the plume, the, the droplets, there's the aerosolized particles, and then there's the droplets. So, I guess, ideally, you would, before you flush, you would take a big breath of air. <laughs> don't breathe. <laughs> 
Don't breathe. Wash, open the door. Right, open the door. Wash your hands quickly. Can you hold your breath for 20 seconds? Wash your hands for 20 seconds. You should wash it for about the time it says to take. Flush the handle with your foot and yep. dive out of there the There you bathroom. go, and dive out. And and he also said this was a laugher. At the end, they gave that recommendation. To keep your stuff and yourself clean, the ex- expert advised against using products like your, your toothbrush and cosmetics. And don't use your phone in the bathroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, can you imagine how dirty people's phones are? Oh, you know, that, I, I, I think about that, and I kind of heard the keep your stuff away from the toilet. The other thing that I don't get, because then you go wash your hands, mm-hmm. the thing that I refuse to use is the, the blower. You know, the hand dryer? The what? <laughs> Whatever. You, you mean the, you like the hand, Dyson thing? The blade? Yeah. The you blade? Put, and all those nasty particles that are on your hand just, I mean, shoot it all over yeah. the bathroom. But you just washed your hands, so you got rid of the dirty particles. No, I don't think so. I think, ew, it just grosses me out. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't like reaching around, and sometimes you have to reach in because the towel hasn't dropped down, and how many other dirty hands have, you know, I don't know. I don't. I, I like the see blade. The science Remember on the, the big air towel? Dryer. Remember the big cloth oh, towel that said so through that you pulled yeah. down? And it was like, the, rotating, wow. the rotating towel that everyone else used an oh, hour ago. <laughs> now, but I look at it another way. Look, you're exposed to germs all the time. And we know that kids that grow up in sterile urban environments have a higher rate of allergies. I would maintain, I don't know that the study's been done, it'd be hard to do, but I just don't think they have as strong an immune system. Because they're not exposed to little things like, you know, barnyard animals and dirt and, you know, what farm kids are, you know. And so I think micro doses, these are small doses. Remember, infection and well, whether you get a disease is a product of inf- of the, the dose of the infection, what type of, of virus and how your immune system handles it. Right. You get exposed to stuff all the time that, you, you know, get out of here. Ah, it's just a flesh wound, says your immune system. And so. Uh, maybe getting micro doses of, of the person right before you and the person before them's, oh. you know, uh, aerosolized particles. That might not be a bad idea. Think about it in a, well, I mean, where's. It builds up your immunity. This is a feel good Friday. We're supposed to share the love. This is another way of doing that. Yeah. My poor, you know, you know, when you can like <laughs> tell little kids are getting sick because they get real tired. Last night, my, <laughs> one of mine, my youngest fell asleep real early. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let's, let's get out the thermometer. But then I thought, this is the first time she's gone to school two days in a row since I think the start of the year. And you know when they start back school, they get really tired. So yep. I'm like, is she getting sick or is uh-huh. it just that we're going to school again? I can't really. And tell you didn't want to have point. to deal with the reality that maybe she was sick. Right? I don't think she is. Hopefully not. All right. And uh, but it is going around right now. And Helene found a story. Um, for some people, no matter how much sleep they get, they still feel tired and low energy. And it turns out that yes, a lot of people. In the U.S., 44% of the more than 1,000 adults that were surveyed in a National Sleep Foundation study just a couple years ago said they felt sleepy between two and four days every week. A YouGov poll just a couple of years ago found that one in eight U.K. adults were tired all the time. It's one of the most common complaints I see in the office. Well, I haven't seen the sun in three weeks, and Uh, I think that is... (laughs) Is, yeah. is making me feel sad and tired. I was going to ask you when is the when? Well, Tony Lupo is going to be on at uh, seven ten, and so uh, along with straightening out whether or not there was a draft or whether it was a real deal or whether it was a hoax deal by some progressive, uh, you know, a question from the uh, for, uh, call for resignation of, of Rowden and and 
Cindy O'Loughlin. He's going to talk about that. But I want to ask him about the comparison between the polar vortex of a couple weeks ago into late last week uh, compared to 21. And also about this as well. What about the and fog? Because I saw an article we, that yeah. said, like, it's the densest fog in the most places this week, like, ever. And I think it was probably the liberal media saying, like, climate change is making our whole world foggy. But, <laughs> like, it does well, seem abnormally foggy for, what, like, a lengthy period of time. What's been weird to me is I'm used to seeing fog in the mornings, like, especially on the Missouri River Bridge. Yes. Like, that's nothing new. But it's been foggy on my way home from work, which is different like, to me, that's unusual. Am I alone in that, I guess? Yeah. No. no, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's foggy in the evening. It's foggy all day it's long. It's foggy, yeah, during... The, but that's because the air is different. I mean, you know, there's... Because of the... There is sunlight above the fog heating that air. Yeah. And so when it's superheated, I think... I think <laughs> it probably enough to sort of heat the evaporation away, if you will. But if it's in that transition time... I don't know. We have to ask Tony. I don't know. But this Warm, deal, moist air blows in from right? the south. And yeah. if there's snow or cool moisture on the ground, there you go. Fog. Uh-oh. We're getting texts at 874-9390. About what? Ew. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So, Sonia's asking if... Uh, we're suggesting that folks wear a mask in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought about this. So remember when, during the COVID, if you went to a theater or you went to a Broadway play at the Fox or over in, or here at the uh, Missouri Theater or whatever, okay, they had you wear a mask. That all goes away because you go into the bathroom. Everyone took their mask off in the bathroom. You're flushing. You're getting everyone's germs anyway. That's where the transmission was occurring, right? What do you think? No. Sounds good. I mean, I'm not in support of wearing a mask anytime. But masks do have some utility. It's not all or nothing. They are helpful in reducing the spread. They don't eliminate it, but they reduce the spread. Trust me. We've been wearing masks forever with influenza. I mean, it, you know, and you go into a hospital when it's influenza season because it it helps reduce. I don't it, it's not the panacea. That was the problem with the whole COVID deal. It was all this all or nothing messaging from the, you know, from the virus from the, just, from the government. It just didn't make reasonable sense. I mean, I think maybe I had different mask experiences than you, but I definitely <laughs> um like one place I know you had to wear a mask was if you went to a to get a massage. Um, or if you went to get a uh, wax, um, and so there were, <laughs> so uh, so I thought that was really weird because you could be mostly in the nude and be forced to wear a mask. I'm like, how is this helping anybody? We well, can't mask everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what were you ma- What were you masking? <laughs> I also um, I I visited a European pool and you had to you did not have to be fully clad, but you had to wear your mask. Yeah, mate. And so you're thinking, what are we preventing here? Well, but your body parts don't spread virus. Yeah, but it just, I mean. Well, it depends on what kind of virus we're talking about. <laughs> it just seems, I know, yeah. It just seems very. See me at the office later. We can do some testing. I think the rule, I think just like to the basic person, the rules seemed completely ridiculous. Yeah, but so do a lot of the rules that they promulgate on us. And they're done with good reason. And a lot of people in healthcare, doctor, at the height of that, you know, saw the reasoning behind yeah. it, at least in healthcare facilities. Right. Because it's kind of, kind of a dear gear. You're right. And, you know, the problem was that, for instance, we do know that an N95 mask properly fitted 
properly fitted absolutely does reduce your risk of incoming virus, right? No doubt about it. And maybe to some extent outgoing. But the problem is those people were wearing their mask over and over and over again with oh, their yeah. own. <laughs> so you had this complication of, you know, what did it do to overall respiratory health and everything? Net, net, net. I don't think it was handled very well. I think you need to answer Charles's question. What is so we got we got asked, are we um, are we suggesting people wear a mask in the bathroom? But I think <laughs> I think we can make a suggestion for Charles. When we, Charles, when we come back. We'll answer your question, and that will be a segue into our show-and-tell segment. I brought something to show-and-tell this morning. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the wax, Stephanie. <laughs> Jeez. It's John, these women's minds are in the gutter. We just have to elevate. We have to you, elevate here. You're the guy who brought up the potty. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Okay, we'll be back with more on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get an exclusive look behind the scenes of the show by watching on YouTube. Search Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Six fifty-four coming up at seven ten. Tony Lupo to straighten out exactly if the Boone County Central Committee has decided whether they're going to take a stand on the Senate controversy with uh, the the freedom caucus versus the rest um and and something on the weather too i mean when is this weather pattern going to straighten out and get stephanie a little light so she's happy it's i mean first of the week it's been a long time since we've seen the sun yeah is it monday john that we're expecting to see the yeah, sun first few days of next week high 50 plus and at least partial sunshine oh great monday work week starts and the of sun course. comes out of course beautiful good loving it rain for saturday yeah. while you're off now I saw a story, oh, and later on we're going to talk about a wonderful new youth center, uh, Tanya Heath and Julian uh, Jackman, right? Julian Jackman, JJ, will be with us at 810. And um, at 735, uh, the Red Warrior Slipper Project, right? Red, Red Slipper, Slipper Red Warrior. Slipper Warrior Project. Gonna be, uh, that's, a, that's a big event um, that will be helping uh, women suffering and battling cancer and and girls too, because it affects. There are certain cancers that affect young women as well. Um, so they'll be in at seven uh, seven thirty five. I think they're going to be in studio with us now. You know, you like to brag about your Stanley Cup, don't you? Uh, not as much as you like to think I do, yeah. but yeah. And <laughs> did you know that uh, Stanley Cup uh, apparently Stanley products contains quote some lead close quote. Yeah, the company I did know says that. as insulated stool. Now, you see. You've got your Stanley Tumbler. Yeah. And I've already told you, but you know, so you you know, you spend what, seventy five No, I did not spend that much on well, it. Well how much does a Stanley Cup cost? I, don't know. I spent forty five on mine. Oh, forty five. Because that's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? What? Remember oh. I like I'm I oh. look what I brought here on show oh, and tell. Oh. Look at this. It's vintage. The original John, can you see this? Look at this. That's pretty cool. The original Aladdin's Stanley Thermos. I don't know how old this is. It has to be 30 years old. Now listen, if, if one of our cups has lead in it, huh? I'm going <laughs> to guess it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> and and I this has been in in hiding for, for years and that I looks, smelled it to make sure it didn't oh, smell moldy. That looks Crystal vaguely clean. familiar. I'm pretty sure my dad has that same thing. Oh, there you go. Is well, that not a beauty? Stanley Cup, and I'm reading on the, on the end of it here, it says uh, preheat 
by filling bottle with hot water before uh, using with hot liquids. Uh, there you go. And it has, it's like, doesn't have all the plastic that the current Stanleys have. No, this is, well, the only plastic it's is the list, plug. Yeah. It's got the plug. But you see, we, we people, the, the wise among us, it, everything's self-contained. You don't need a, you don't need a straw. You just got the cup right on top. You could put soup in here. Put soup. Pour it in your cup. I, w- I don't need a straw if I don't want it. Look at that. Pour, you, soup. This is a multi-purpose Stanley thermos. And by the way, the lead that they're saying it contains <laughs> is like trapped inside the layers of the cup. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so, uh-huh. That's what they say. It's not like it's touching your drink or your hand. <laughs> well, there you go. Stanley Cup may want to cut back on water, doctors reveal. Maybe you're drinking too much water. Keep track of how many times a day you go to the bathroom. Just saying. Hannah. Mm-hmm. That is not my problem. Okay. (laughs) So that's my show and tell here on a Feel Good Friday. When we come back, Tony Lupo.